ready for it. Get ready for it. Oh, Andrew. I had to, uh, I had to temper it down a little bit. I got every window in the house open, and I don't want the neighborhood getting a free listen. You know? <laughs> well, it's like 50, the fifty-five pod, fifty number fifty-five podcast, and it's fifty-five degrees at least. Right? It it is gorgeous. Uh, the sun is shining. Uh, of course, as I now look out the window, every cloud in the sky is over my house. So here we are, twelve <laughs> noon on Monday, March twenty-second. And yeah, it's cloudy. There hasn't been a cloud all day. We get going and here we go. I do have the windows open, um, lucked out because Katie is on a rotation where she okay. has to physically go into work occasionally. Oh, is that starting back up for her now? Uh, yep. So they, um, probably for the last month, maybe month and a half, they had said, okay, we need at least one group in the office for office type things. So right. they settled on a rotation, and today is her day. Otherwise, the windows would be closed, and we would be sweltering in here. Uh, but yeah, airing, airing the house out, feeling pretty good. It does feel good. It was a nice weekend here in uh, Michigan, too. So Absolutely. Absolutely. We got to uh, spend five hours in the car yesterday. What? Uh, yeah. Had, uh, just on a whim, Katie is talking to Haley, who's at the uh, University of Michigan, and it's yeah. like Wednesday, and she says, you know what? Why don't we come and get you this weekend and uh, and just see you? We haven't seen you for a while. So, okay. Um, was she receptive to that? Like, uh, no, that's okay, Mom? Or, she, oh, she, that's was, okay, Mom. she was a little off-put, I'm sure, a little put off by it. But yeah. then it turned out that a couple of her friends were cruising over to West Michigan so she no. could get a ride. So she got a ride, uh, and then we, we got her here to the house, and then ended up having to take her back yesterday. So it yeah. was uh, real estate in the morning, and then five hours of driving, and then seven hours of basketball yesterday. That was <laughs> that was my Sunday. It was it was a fantastic Sunday for sure. Yeah, yeah. I remember those trips. Uh, my daughter went to college in Illinois, and it was oh. like door to door was like three hours, so six hours there and back. You know, seven really with stops. Exactly. Well, and it was nice yep. because the flowers are all blooming in Ann Arbor. So it uh, must be a little further south, a little bit warmer than here, because they had full flowers, they had everything, where we still are in bud stage here at my house. I don't know about your oh, okay. house. How's your house doing? Uh, as far as like the greenery and the planting and all that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, the shoots. Yeah, that's just tough. we noticed a little bud. Actually, we, it was funny. We had uh, some like bulbs, I think, uh, uh, from some kind of plant or something, and it was in the like a wagon, like a gardening wagon. Okay, bulbs in a wagon. Bulbs in a wagon. Dun, dun. Um, and it had gotten water, filled with water and ice and all that. But then we noticed like okay, they're not even in the dirt, but they're already starting like bloom just based on this water, you know, sitting in this water. So it's kind of funny. But, yeah, we're noticing some growth, and we did a lot of putzing around the house and getting stuff cleaned up and damage assessment from the winter. So you did not, please tell me, you did not rake your mulch beds uh, or, no. or get in there and do any business in there. No, uh, not yet. Because no. here we are in 2021. I'm talking to my mom the other day, and she says, yeah, you know what? I saw a story that uh, all the good bugs are still sleeping in our mulch. And don't clean up the mulch because we always do that. It hits 60 degrees. It's the weekend. We all dive right. into yard mode. She said, don't yeah. do it. The bugs are sleeping. And I'm like, whatever, mom. You know what? You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. Then I see the internet story. 
flies across my Facebook and I tag my mom and I'm like, you were just telling me this a week ago. She is in the know, but this is brand new information that there are wow. good bugs sleeping in our mulch. That's, uh, yeah, I never heard that one before. Exactly. It, it's fake science. I think we all now just have too much time and we'll believe anything <laughs> that somebody writes. They're like, yeah, yeah, don't, uh, don't rake. And it's probably some guy who wanted to watch basketball, knew it was going to be 70, and says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get ahead of this. I'm going to make up these sleeping bugs and I'm going to just watch the tournament and tell my, tell my wife, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> writes the That's article. It starts out as a blog. Somebody picks it up at some like news organization, yeah. and then nobody fact-checks anymore, so it's all over the internet. My mom right. sees it in Milwaukee. I see it here. We're all talking about it here on the 19th most listened-to podcast in my household alone, ACPC. Woo-hoo. It's episode number 55, and we are really digging into it today, Andrew. Uh, by the way, yeah, oh, I'm I, I'm spring joke. I'm C a... and you're A, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that a spring joke? Like digging into it? Is that what that? It wasn't. Oh my gosh, I missed a, a great opportunity. It could have been, <laughs> um, but no. Oh, give me another chance. Uh, hey, we're gonna dig into it. What do you think? There you go. Okay. Remember, hey. remember a year ago, you couldn't even buy like seeds. Couldn't yeah, buy seeds. Like, you couldn't buy toilet paper. We were you couldn't laughing. Go, couldn't go in a boat. Right. Couldn't go. To, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't be in a tub. You couldn't be a butcher, a baker, or a candlestick maker. You couldn't do any of those things. You couldn't go around the clock. You couldn't. The clock couldn't strike three. You know. You couldn't live in a shoe. You couldn't live in a cupboard. You couldn't do anything. Uh, and, and, uh, and you couldn't. And I think a year ago you couldn't even listen to "Baby It's Cold Outside." You weren't allowed to. Uh, but right. now, now WAP. Uh, is is the number one song. Like, it's ready. We're all about it. Good song. Kind of embarrassing to listen to when it comes up on your kid's uh, phone, when you let them uh, set the music. Like we, I don't think there's anything good about that song, but okay. You, you don't like it? No. Okay. See, I like it, but I'm a little bit younger than you, and my kids are younger, so I'm kind of in it still. Uh, right. But I did laugh, because Katie had not heard that song, and we... Man, so Haley is 18, so probably eight years ago, we ran into the dilemma of you let the kids pick the music, you're outside hanging out, and you know an F-bomb goes by, or, or it's something that, that is <laughs> yeah. inappropriate, because right. we, we shielded the kids from our songs that had that at that yeah. age, and, and I remembered Haley is out there, we're, we're hammocking, we're playing Foursquare, and... I forget the song, but it was not radio friendly. Right. And and I'm like, oh, I haven't heard this version because I'd only heard the radio version because I was working on, you know, Channel 95.7. So I'm like, oh, I haven't heard this version. And she's like, yeah, it's on the album. Should I skip it? And I'm like, no, I don't care. Uh, and then I told her, I said, yeah, all the songs, this is a coming of age for a kid because all the songs that are on the radio pretty much have swearing in them. You buy the album and then your parents get to hear the real version and you're a right. little embarrassed. But so Katie had not heard WAP, except for on the radio, and okay. uh, and on the Grammys the other night. So then we, it comes up, and she's like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "You know what it is." And she's like, "Oh my, wow, okay." Uh, and yeah. right, I mean, because it's it's not something that you would typically play for your parents. Right, it was like that scene in Christmas Story, like, "What did your son just say?" Right, exactly. But remember, like two live crew. That was stuff that you wouldn't play for your parents, but you listened to. 
You know, right. you knew the songs and you were singing them at school. And if there was a school dance, you were requesting it, knowing that they weren't going to play it. But just to be funny, like, hey, would you play Me So Horny? And they're like, no, I'm not playing that. This is ninth grade. <laughs> we can't do that. Like, All right, fine. What is the right. what's the most inappropriate song that someone has requested you to play or that you've heard from one of your employees at like a, uh, a, a recap meeting where they're like, yes, yeah, somebody asked, is anybody asking for, for WAP? Yeah. The, last year they did. And, and I think I did have an edited version, but I think I only played it maybe, maybe once. Okay. So, right. You can't, <clears throat> you can't bring out the unedited because grandma is going to have a heart attack. No, no, exactly. Bring out the instrumental track. <laughs> exactly. But then <laughs> the they're singing it. Piece. Then they're singing it. And then everybody thinks that you're in on the, on the joke. Right. Yeah. I remember we did a Channel 95.7 uh, Connie and Curtis party, and it was half us and half Andy Rent from the river. Oh, no. So, so we are, we're together, and it was like, come eat dinner with us. It was a Christmas party. It was at the Bob. So it, it's okay. come and eat dinner. It was catered, and then it was a dance. And Andy was not there. He had some other events. So Connie and I were in charge of emceeing it. And okay. At that time, the song White Girl Shake That Ass was kind of big on the underground. Okay, okay yeah. So I'm there with Connie, uh, who loves that song, uh, our bosses, who probably have never heard that song. <laughs> and I say to the DJ, hey, I need you to do me a favor um, that you're not going to want to do. But at the end of the night, Oh, as we get close, I want you to play this song because uh, I have something funny I'm going to do during it. And he's like, oh, okay. So he starts playing it. The bosses like jump up and I, I have done a full introduction to it because we have old people, we have young people. And I'm like, it's time to hand out some of the prizes. We're going to do a little dance party. Uh, it's time to see what grandma here can do. Uh, it's time for my favorite song, probably grandma's too. White girl, shake that ass. Grandma, get up here and shake that ass. Woo And the guy goes into it and our two bosses leap out of their chairs. And once they, they realize that everyone in the room is enjoying it, yeah. they sit back down. But their first inclination was to like shut that contest down. I don't think that you at a wedding would have that same option of like, okay, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to play it because not everyone's in on the joke, right? Yeah. But it is funny because sometimes I'll play a clean version of something, but then the guests on the dance floor are still singing along the original words. Right. So. Or even like, you know, Moni Moni back in the day. Oh, did I just hang up on you? Andrew, I got another call and I tried to send it to voicemail and I instead hung up on you. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. I thought I thought maybe I would have done you know, some people break up the text. I thought I was just replaced through taking a different call as a replacement <laughs> of my call. <laughs> we moved on to BCPC. <laughs> it's been fifty five episodes. We're out of here. We're on to BC. Yeah, no so, more A. But yeah, you're talking about um, playing the clean version and then it gets replaced yeah. lyrically by the singers. I think Moni Moni back in the day. I mean, that was classic oh, yeah. high school jokes where yeah, you would right. you would sing that. And I don't think anybody really knew what we were supposed to be saying. So, like, yeah. everybody, I think, just made up their own. Uh, right. And, and uh, right, even Katie the other day said to me, what do you say in Moni Moni? And we both said different things. So we Googled <laughs> it. And there is, like, an official Wikipedia page of what to say. Okay. Um, if you want to look that up. It is fun. But, right. Or just say what you want. Um, 
And people like to add words too, like uh, the Sweet Caroline sing along. They add a, an inappropriate word, you know, when it's so good, so good. Oh, oh, you know. do, do they? What what word? <laughs> then they drop the f bomb there. Oh my you know, gosh! Oh, it's that so is good. That you know? is not okay. I right. mean, Grandma is right there. <laughs> She's like, what did they say? What did they add? That's not how that goes. Speaking of dirty, dirty things, podcast is, is clean, by the way. It's brought to you by Curtis Gross, Remax United. This guy sells Sell houses. 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 Spring Market, oh my gosh, I was in two gorgeous houses uh, Sunday morning, yesterday morning, that were just ready, and they... They had their offer deadlines today. Neither worked for my clients' needs, what they wanted. But we are yeah. seeing some great houses come on the market. If you're thinking of buying, it's ready. And if you're thinking of selling, stop thinking and start doing. I mean, the inventory is still at an all-time low. But the dirty, dirty truth actually turned out to be an internet hoax that I fell for. And I don't fall for a lot of hoaxes, but yeah. this one got me. Did you see last week the... Um, the meme that said Robin Williams had so many ad libs during yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire that if they yeah. wanted to, they could put out an NC-17 version. Yeah, and so the fans are like, yeah, let's do it. Absolutely, get it out there. But uh, the director says there is not an NC-17 version. He said that Forever. that's a lie. But um, there maybe could be an R-rated one. Uh, okay. he, he said that he did let Robin Williams say whatever he wanted in the scene. So they would do it as the script said. Then they would kind of spit some ideas at each other. And then he would say, okay, go ahead, uh, Robin. Say whatever you want. And, right. and he said that there were some things that he had to cut because they were too dirty. But nothing was like... Throw Mama from the Train, NC-17 style. He said, maybe right. some maybe some R's. He said that he would, maybe, this is Chris Columbus, the director of Mrs. Doubtfire, said that if he comes around to it, he does have some of the outtakes. So he's like, yeah, maybe if I did a documentary on it, you know, or, or something came out, uh, I would do that. He said, I don't have the time right now. But he said, I, I, could, I could do it, which just is a, a, a begging us to start a GoFundMe to get him to do it. Uh, right. Which I'm not going to do. I'm not paying him. <laughs> Did you see they wanted... I'll pay to watch it, not to make it. I wouldn't even pay to watch it. I mean, no. have you seen the new Soli Moon Fry movie? And I put that in quotes because really it's just edited uh, camcorder footage from her I in the 90s. I just saw like a snippet of a, something about 90s kids or something like yeah. that. Yeah, kid 90 or yeah, 90s kids. Yeah. It... Uh, I think I I'm going to watch it. I Yeah, I think I'm going to watch it because it looks fun. Well, it, they had to throw it on because they got Punky Brewster coming back. Yeah. So yeah, get, the, their, get the momentum going. Exactly. The so they need a little nostalgia. They need a little bit uh, of us getting excited about it. But Katie did not know what it was. So she uh, fired it up the other day. And then she says to me, hey, did you know Solio Moon Fry has a new show? And I said, yeah, I'm excited to watch it. And he goes, oh, my gosh, you've heard of it? And I said, yeah, I, I think I'm going to like it. It's her with a camcorder. Katie thought it was going to be little snippets of 90s people, kind of like an I love the 80s or an I love the 90s yeah. thing. And it's not. Right. So she was turned off immediately. She's like, yeah, I won't go back. But that's just but a case of But it's not just Punky Brewster, right? There's a bunch of 90s kids, right? So that's what Katie wanted. But it's Punky Brewster's point of view. So she oh, okay. carried her camcorder around all over the place. 
and videoed what was happening. So it's kind of like okay. if she had had a phone, she would have gotcha. been using her phone everywhere. But right, it's not footage of her. It's footage of around her because that's yeah. that's where she was. So it, it breaks down the, the five or six kids who were in every sitcom in the 80s yeah. and where they kind of hung out together and then how she got to meet the movie stars and everybody and how that all went, went down. Katie said she made it maybe 10 minutes and then got right out of it. So I don't, really? I don't know. Yeah, but she was hoping for something else. So, okay. so who knows? I'll watch it. Uh, you watch it, and then we'll kind of weigh in, and we'll okay. we'll see. You know, we'll give it a, right. an ACPC stamp of approval or disapproval, and there that's you go. that's what our, our listeners count on us for. I like to think. absolutely. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I'm gonna give you a quiz right now. This is not well, one of those BuzzFeed quizzes. This is yep. a contraction quiz. And I'm not talking about where, like, you're going to time my contractions and see if you got to get me to the hospital to have a little, <laughs> little, say, little, little podcast, baby. No, I'm going to tell you. So you know what uh, what mayo chup is, right? We had talked about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know what honey racha is. Yeah. And these are, these are condiment mashups put out by Heinz. Uh, cranch is something that we have at our yeah. house. It's, <clears throat> it's ketchup and ranch. So yep. they came out with three new mashups. Okay, let's hear it. And I'm I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with them, and you're gonna tell me if you know what they are. Okay, All you right. just take a wild guess. Okay. And then we'll discuss the merits of each because <laughs> some are good and some I don't think really need to be made. Some shouldn't go together. right? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe they do, and I've been missing it. So number one is hanch, hanch. That's ranch and like honey mustard. That is ranch and hot sauce. Oh, ranch and hot sauce. Which okay. that does go together. That's buffalo wings, right? So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. A little ranch and hot sauce. Hanch. Huh. What about now? This one is hard for me even to say. Uh, wasabioli. 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 So wasabi. Yep. And bioli. I don't know. Garlic aioli, which is just like oh, a, a garlic aioli, a fancy mayonnaise. So it's wasabi and, and aioli. Okay. And, and I don't know that we need that. Right. That's probably not on my shopping list. Right. I mean, I like wasabi. That goes great with the sushi. Uh, but I don't need the the garlic mayonnaise with that. Yeah. Uh, garlic okay. mayonnaise. I like that on like some paella or maybe uh, just on some bread. But I don't need that on my sushi. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, here's the one. I'm torn on this because the idea of it sounds disgusting, but every time I have an opportunity to eat a meal that calls for both, I use both, and it would be such a time saver to just squeeze it out one time. You're not talking about peanut butter and jelly, are you? No, they already make that. They already make that. I'm talking about tarchup. 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 So tartar and ketchup? Yes. Tarchup. Which is sounds disgusting, am I right? I mean, you're, I'm yeah. not going to mix my tartar sauce and ketchup. But then think about when you have a fish fry, and you got tartar sauce, and then you have some french fries there, and you have the ketchup. Yeah. They're both going in the same it. place. You're sometimes mixing them. Right. What, what's the issue? I might I might try that. You would try tartar I would. If it was like, you know, the person at the store, like, hey, do you, would you like to try a sample of this? Oh, so we're, we're into the future now, where they're letting us taste things in stores again. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I would like that. I, I haven't been to a store where I have been able to eat a sample for 
22 years. That's so 2019 of me. Man, it was so February of 2020 when you would just walk through a store <laughs> and just like eat a chip. And you're like, yeah, thank- oh, I've never had salsa before. You always tried to play off like you had no idea what it was going to taste like. Because, of course, right. we've all had a graham cracker. <laughs> you know, why am have I in ever, line for this? Have you ever gone back like two and three times to the same sample this, counter? This is so good. I'm just going to grab one for my wife. Uh, oh, yeah. So she can try too. it. Yeah, and they, good, that's a good method, too. Do you think they care? No. You're standing there. You're getting paid $3. Do you care how many I take? No, because you have your little your little oven. You're just there for two hours to cook and put them on a tray. You but don't, don't you feel like you won the lottery Like as soon as like you walk up and it just came out of that little toaster oven? Oh, yes. She's cutting them up into like triangles, and you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. And then... They're gone. And she's like, oh, another 15 minutes and I'll have another batch. And you're like, all right, I'm going to take some laps. I will be back. Here's my cell phone. I need a text when this happens. Have you ever stood there and waited? And then you're like, okay, I literally am just waiting for whatever comes out. I don't know what it's going to be. I am just here. I'm not hungry. But I have missed out on the last couple samples and I want this one. Yeah. I don't want to lose my spot. Exactly. And sometimes they have so many of them sometimes they used to that you could basically have lunch there for free you would walk through you wouldn't even need to get the one dollar hot dog the dollar fifty pizza you could skip that (laughs) because you're just going to eat oh what are these these are corn chips interesting yeah I'll try these oh caramel corn with peanuts okay all right why would they I've never thought to wow that's really good yeah I'm going to I'm going to tell my wife about these I better take a couple for her uh, just so just so she could try because she won't believe me Right. You will believe. Now we've got tart chop. <laughs> Here I am. Look at this, honey. It's ketchup mixed with tartar sauce. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I can dip fish in it. I can dip fries in it. It's hard chop. Oh, delicious. Man, was that I, all of them that they came Was that the last so one? So those are the three one? that they've come out with. Okay. Uh, now, good news, bad news. We, ACPC, voted two of them actually kind of worthwhile. Uh, yep. That's the good news. The bad news is they are not available in the United States. Um, we have to go to Canada to get them. Luckily, we can get oh. to Canada, but I don't know like the border issue. Yeah, I don't think we still. I don't think if we're allowed to get across still. Can you get things mailed from Canada? Yeah, it might take you about ten weeks, but and, yeah. And that's fine. So I would maybe put in an order for some hanch and some tarch up. And yeah. what? When do they decide which one gets like top billing? Like, I know, like right? Hanch, tar- hot sauce is getting kind of screwed in that Hanch. It, yeah, exactly. That's why I couldn't. I thought it was like maybe a honey mustard or something. That you, yeah. But so, you go, you go tarch up, and you had no problem figuring that one out. I mean, that was not hard to decipher. Right. Because it's it's tart. But if I went hot ranch, hot ranch. No, it's, it's a giveaway then. Hot ranch, hot ranch. Maybe because you couldn't say it with a straight face. Like, hey, you or, want some of this hot ranch? <laughs> or, or if you fl- or if you flipped it, you could have made it ranch it, ranch hot. Whoa, yeah, you'd have to go hot. Otherwise, you take, the, you take the H from the last H of ranch and blend that together with the first H of hot, and it's ranch hot. Like Direct TV, where the t- <laughs> there's only one T, and you're like, wait a minute, it's Direct right. TV, and they're like, no, it's Direct TV, and you're like, are you yeah. sure? And then yeah. you're staring at it, and you're like. There is only one T. That is the weirdest thing. And right, who decided on that? 
Yeah. Some genius got us <laughs> talking about it. Well, you can't have two T's. They, that's what no. they're thinking. They're like, no, two T's? Direct TV? No, what am I, an enunciator? <laughs> <laughs> doing that? I'm direct TV. I got them both. Yeah. It flows. And then you feel better about paying $500 for 500 channels. It's just right. It just makes you feel good because it's direct TV. You're part of a club. Uh, so I, vote for, I vote for Ranch It. Ranch It is how we're going to start referring to Hanch from now on. And that's <laughs> <laughs> that's just made, that has been a declaration by us here on the show, episode right. 55. We are Ranch It people. We are not Hanch people. Hanch, yeah. No, it sounds like you got to go see the doctor because you got a bad case of that. My Hanch is acting up. Oh, man, I had the Hanch two or three years ago. <laughs> Woo! Luckily, I got that uh, salve. I took real good care of it. Didn't even have to worry go. about it anymore. I got that Hanch salve. Yeah, right. ranch it. Ranch it is, is the way to go. And plus, you can ratchet up the ranch it. You know, you right. need a little bit more or you need a little more hot sauce. Because, you know, it's right. probably just Frank's, right? So it's Frank's yeah. and, and ranch. And then they're like, well, what could we do? Let's throw some of that really spicy habanero stuff in there. And then it's like, ranch, right? I mean, you or, or ranch it up. I don't know. Ranch and arrow. That would maybe work. If I went ranch and narrow, ranch and banero, ranch and narrow. <laughs> there have to be people who just sit in rooms like this all day doing this, and that's how they come up with these names. That's probably why they came up with hanch, because it was the last one. They're sitting right. all day, and they're like, I don't know, hanch, and they're like, hanch, done, let's get out of here. It's five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Thanks a lot, Hank. And Hank's like, you're welcome, yeah. everybody. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Uh, podcast brought to you by Curtis Gross Remax United. We almost we're we're in talks to add a second sponsor because we uh, part of the podcast family is growing a little bit. Uh, I got a picture taken by Andrew, so he gets the the photo cred. Of uh, was that your wife and your daughter? My two daughters. Your two daughters sitting talking. With a podcast. Now, they got a setup. We have phones. We have, like, a, a monkey typing into a, a computer uh, to, to translate and do the transcript. They actually had, like, actual professional things. And oh, yeah. I said, they, got, they got Rode microphones and a Rode mixing board. Yeah. And I said, yeah, hey, yeah. they got that Rodecaster. I said, I, you tell you tell them what. They let us use all that stuff. I'll let them be a sponsor, you know, yeah. at a discounted rate. I'll throw that uh, the fa- friends and family sponsorship in there for that. Yeah, but yeah, that so would they just they just started their podcast a couple weeks ago. They got two episodes in the tank. Two episodes, seventy five percent more listeners than we do, <laughs> um, probably, and better content. Not gonna lie, I mean, just riveting stuff. Where ours. I mean, what are we talking about? Hanch for 45 minutes? These guys, <laughs> these guys break it down. They got good things. They got bad things. They're interesting people. Um, we, we not so much, but, but that's fine. We're past our prime. A little bit, but it is fun to watch them, you know, and hear some of it. So now when you sit and watch, so you get a front row seat of the cast. Uh, just if I pop into the kitchen, because they do it at the kitchen table, so I don't sit there for the entire 40 minutes or whatever. I but. would like you to. I would like you to sit <laughs> in, and I would like you just to kind of let them know, you know what, I'm taking notes, because I'm going to start stealing some of this stuff for the ACPC podcast. Right. What is the, what's the name of there? First off, where do you find their podcast? They are on uh, SoundCloud, 
Okay. Uh, and, and we're Apple, on the SoundCloud. Apple Music. Apple Music, I think. Okay. And, and, and um, what is it called? Is it The Ramble Room or just just Ramble Room? Ramble, like we like to do? Yeah, like rambling on, like Ramble Room. Okay. And just on SoundCloud. And, and you're probably listening to ours on SoundCloud, so you can you can check them out. Let's get yeah. them Let's get them over over the hump of the, the 10,000 listener club, <laughs> like, like yeah. we strive to every, every week. Uh, right. so yeah, ramble room, just, just look them up. Uh, we yeah, have way better than us, uh, a thousand percent, but that's not our fault. It's our producer. It's yeah. Yeah. We, we were, we were given the short, short straw. I mean, we drew it. We didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't know what it was. We thought we had won. We're like, ah, right, cool. We got the short straw. We're closer to the cup. And they're like, no, no, that short straw means you are the loser. Uh, I got a fun, go. I got a fun loser story of, of the week. This oh is, have you ever put something on your body or like shaved into your hair? Any logos or any anything that you you tried to tried to make something look cool and then it didn't really end up looking that cool. No, I've never done that. Okay, so back when I was in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, uh, Vanilla Ice was popular, right? Oh boy! And, and, and yep. MC Hammer and, and the lines in the hair. So and we you did that. I did the lines, and then I took it a step further because I like to think that I am, you know, a pioneer. So I, at one point, would have had to have been in the summer, got the Nike swoosh shaved into the back of my head. Uh, and it looked just like a check mark. Nobody knew what it was. I had to tell everybody. <laughs> I had to tell everybody what it was. They had no idea. So the next. Did you have an accident with a trimmer? I did not. No, I went to an actual barber and showed him pictures of Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer and Chuck D and all these people with the lines in their hair and said, "Can you do fun things like this?" And he said, "Yeah, I think I can." So that check mark. That was that was a, a black mark on on me and and on him because I doubt that he got. Uh, many customers after that. But the next thing I went to, we were uh, Milwaukee Brewer fans where I lived, but they were not like the hot team. The hot team was the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Eight Men Out had just come out and um, Field of Dreams, all these movies that we're talking about, like Shoeless Joe and the old uh, old White Sox with the big S and the O and the X. Yep. Yeah, the Black Sox. So I, after the checkmark debacle of 89 or 90, I went to him and said, can you make this Chicago White Sox logo in the back of my head with the big S and then the O and the X inside of the S? And he said, yeah, you sure? Uh, Remember we had made the mistake with the the check mark? And I said, yes, I'm 100% sure. He did that. And that, I think, was probably the greatest haircut I've ever had in my entire life. Everybody knew what it was. It did. Everybody knew what it was. Everybody was like, where did you get that done? You found somebody better than that checkmark guy. And I was like, yeah, same guy. We're, I'm just working through some, some issues with him. Uh, but it was, it was great. Like, I really liked it. And then I got a job, and they said, you can't, you can't cut stuff in your hair like that and work here. And did you like, have that when you went on the job interview? Um, yeah, I must have, right? I must have. on the back of your head? I probably did not. They just were looking at the front of my head. Uh, and then maybe I was wearing a cap. I don't know. I know that when I got to the job, they were like, oh, you can't have that. And I was like, what? So I had to shave it out. 
and and that was the, my first real taste of censorship. Um, and and then it, it it brought me to another level of censorship. Did I ever tell you about my shirt that said "Pick a Winner"? No. I went to see my grandparents back in man, fifth or sixth grade, and my grandpa had a T-shirt that said, Pick a Winner, and it was a guy with his finger up his nose. Okay. And, and I loved it. I was like, that shirt is great. And then for Christmas or my birthday, which are in the same week, he mailed me that shirt and said, hey, here you go. You can have it. And I wore it to school when Christmas break ended, and I made it into school like five minutes, and they made me take it off and, and leave. And I was like... Turn it inside out, Curtis. Turn it inside out. I had out. to go put on my reversible gym shirt that we had to wear. Uh, they said, go, do you have another shirt? I'm like, I mean, I have my reversible gym shirt. And they're like, perfect, wear that. Uh, what are you gonna be in gym today? I said, I think today's white. And they're like, flip it to blue. And then you blue, and then you can reverse it for gym and then flip it back. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks a lot. So yeah, censorship has always been big to me. But what asks brings me to this question, is a guy tried that hair move, but he did it with a tattoo. You know what a QR code is? Yeah. So a guy has a link to his Instagram page. He has a QR code that does that. So yeah. he, he takes it to the tattoo parlor and he says, you know, can you put this on me? And like, absolutely. And they, they shoot it with the phone and they're like, hey, that's pretty cool. It's going to go to your Instagram. That's awesome. What they didn't know is that it does not work. Uh, it really? It works on paper. It does not work on his tattoo now uh -huh. they don't know and and this is the only case of someone getting a qr code tattooed to them that i have found so they don't know if it's because it's a tattooed b it's not as crisp right because it, the resolution obviously goes down when you're tattooing or yeah. if it's because your skin stretches you know oh Oh yeah, but the huh. the QR code does not work. So now he's people are like, "Hey, what's that go to?" And he's like, "Well, my Instagram." And they're like, "Oh, let me shoot it." He's like, "Actually, it's www.instagram.com/slash uh, this guy's name, uh, Mauricio Gomez." Uh, but it didn't work. So then I'm thinking all about that check mark that I got in my hair because that was the same thing. I took him the picture of the Nike. I'm like, "I want this. It's going to be awesome." And it, it turned into a check because, of course, it did. He, he can't, you know, bend hair. He can't bend razors. He can't do curves and things. Even the S was a little bit of a, a rough job, but it, close enough that you knew what it was on the right. socks. Uh, I think had the Nike swoosh had the word Nike Air underneath, you would have had no problem <laughs> knowing exactly what it was. Right. But, but yeah, check mark. Everybody thought... But I had a check mark shaved into the back of my head, and they didn't know why. And it was like a backwards check mark, right? Because it was usually the longer part to the right, or was it that way directionally? Uh, it was the Must swoosh. It started at my left ear, and yeah, then, okay, and then went to the right. So it would have looked like a check mark. Yeah, okay. Uh, but right, it was not a swoosh. It was like a. Whoosh, whoosh. It was a, a definite <laughs> check mark. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I am immediately flashed back reading about this guy with his QR code. Uh, instantly right. flashed back to it. I am getting excited, and, and fingers crossed that they have the uh, tattoo show that I like watching comes back. Uh, Ink Master. Oh, yeah. I'm such a fan, but last year they canceled it in the middle. Like, I'm watching it. It's pandemic. I'm, I'm catching up. I'm like, hey, that's cool. I can actually watch this uh, where when I find it, we log into. 
uh, my mom's account and we pretend that we're her watching yeah. it, it here on the app. And, uh, and then they go, due to COVID, there is no final. Uh, they're going to split huh. the, the cost. And I was like, what? Uh, thanks a lot, COVID. So I'm hoping yeah. that was about this time of the year. So I'm hoping that it picks back up and, and we'll get to watch that and see kind of how they deal with it. Uh, maybe if they do a bubble or do what. But yeah, I it makes me really think like it's time to get another tattoo, I think. That would be fun. What would you get this time? You know, I don't I don't know. That's the problem. I don't really have like I got the microphone and everybody says, "Oh, are you a singer?" Um, no, no, I'm not a singer. Uh, I used to talk on the radio. So then it's like, okay, what in my life can I wish I still had in five or 10 years and have to explain, you know, my, uh, yeah. my broker wants me to get a for sale sign. And I said, Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, but that's very inside, right? And yeah. a for sale yeah. sign. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a, a life size picture of you on my chest. <laughs> How about just the ACPC logo? Wow. I go ACPC right by the microphone because then that there would kind of tie right in. Yeah, I'm a podcaster now. I got ACPC. <laughs> I go with the, the logo on there. Yeah, that's good. Also, like maybe a, uh, like I see cool tattoos all the time. And then I send them to Kate and I said, what do you think if I got this? And she's like, no. And I'm like, ugh, okay, why do I even ask? And where would this tattoo be? That's a great okay. question too. I don't know. I got the one on my forearm. Would I go on the other forearm? Would I go around the microphone? Would I go small at the back? You know, the tramp stamp is maybe making a comeback. <laughs> I yeah, would, I would love a, just, a neck. Just continue going up the arm. Well, and I could do that. I like the idea of a neck tattoo, but then that's not really customer friendly. When you're, right, you gotta wear turtlenecks for all the showing. Right, or do you? Like, maybe I'm just the real estate agent who has a neck tattoo. Uh, yeah. I did think about doing like my my fingers, you know. Uh, oh I, yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. A for sale or just sold would be good. Uh, <laughs> but then Katie again thinks, no, you don't want to have your your hands tattooed. I'm like, okay, right. maybe not, but maybe I do. But, but just sold on your hands that works perfectly, right? It would be perfect. It's just J-U-S-T and then S-O-L-D. Maybe you should just practice with a Sharpie and see what kind of reactions you get. I'm guessing that the barber who cut the check mark in my hair is probably dead now, but I could maybe the next time I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin, I could swing by, see if he's there, <laughs> and say, hey, you did some art for me back in the day. Could you do this art on my fingers? I know you're not a tattoo artist. Really, just how's your penmanship? Really is all I care could about. do it. Katie could do it. Just have her, you know, right. Just sold on your hand. Okay, Katie. Yeah, that right. goes at the. Just here's my pinkies are not as wide as the rest of my fingers. Looking at it now, would that look weird? I don't know. Or I could do it the next time we get together. Wouldn't that be great? Oh my gosh! Now I have something to look forward to. <laughs> I say, I say, we do it. A podcast is brought to you by Curtis Gross Remax United. This guy sells houses. I was fortunate enough, Andrew to uh, sit in on a group of about 50 real estate agents, uh, some lenders, and uh, a couple appraisers. And we were able to kind of talk about, uh, remember I told you, what, two or three episodes ago about how the sky is not falling. You right. see all of this just uh, 
the media bias and and the one the one story that just sticks out of my head is just it was so negative about the real estate market and then at the end the guy says well and my wife and i have missed out on seven houses and you're like okay well that makes sense to me that's why you're angry so right. this was a kind of a it was geared up for the public to to log in and, and kind of watch and, and listen and the question was asked all these people who are overpaying for their houses what what can you say to them you know about the future of that house and the consensus was kind of what i had been saying so i was happy to a hear that and then happy to have other people saying it so it's not just me the yeah. consensus was the the minority are overpaying for their houses everyone is paying what their house is worth in most aspects, right? Yeah. The thing that is getting the bad press is it is such a great sales technique right now to list a little bit lower than the market value, knowing that you're going to get more than that. And you're going to get this frenzy and it's going to be exciting and your sellers are going to think that you did an amazing job. And that was kind of what we we came to, to say. Like no one, there are people who are overpaying, but the majority of people are paying what the house is worth and what it should have sold for. You know, it just was presented differently in order to create this excitement and to create a little bit of buzz because you don't want to be the seller who you get two offers and you accept one, right? Right. When right. your neighbor's like, well, I got 30 offers and, and we took the highest one. The offers were probably the same. Right. <laughs> you know, you accepted. So, yes, we need to, as agents, do a better job. And that's not to say that they're doing a bad job because it is an effective strategy. It definitely creates interest and it definitely creates uh, the immediacy, right? You walk into a house and I tell you this house is going to get 20 offers and it's going to sell for 30,000 more. It gets you thinking, right? Like, okay, let's, yeah. let's get going. Like I'm excited. I want to win. And right. so that's, that was, it was nice to hear when, when everybody kind of came together to say, yes, our people overpaying some, but the vast majority are paying exactly what the house is worth. And if there was more inventory, those houses would not have 30 offers. Yeah. You know, they would have two or three offers or one offer and they would be accepted. So that's that's kind of the fun thing. But it brings me to this. And I have to shout because my neighbor is weed whacking. Uh, and I, I, don't, say, I, hear I don't know if you can hear her weed whacking. But yeah. uh, this takes me back to TGI Fridays, Appleton, Wisconsin. I was a waiter and I we had three kinds of wine. We had Kendall Jackson. We had Robert Mondavi, and we had House. And I don't remember what the House wine was, but I remember distinctly Kendall Jackson and Robert Mondavi. Okay. And they varied in price, right? So you could get a glass of Kendall Jackson for like three fifty. A glass of Robert Mondavi was four fifty. And I was thinking, okay. And the House was like three dollars, so not a huge price disparity, but in my head. Robert Mondavi was better than Kendall Jackson because it cost more at TGI Fridays. Flash forward to I'm in a wine store and I noticed that both of those bottles are like $11 for a bottle. 
three glasses, three and a half glasses, $11 in the bottle. And my mind is blown. I'm like, wait a minute. These cost exactly the same in the store. We are marketing them differently. And the Robert Mondavi costs a dollar more. So I don't know, I don't know why that was. It takes me to housing because, right, if your agent tells you this house is going to sell for 30000 more than its list, you think, oh, I got to get in on that because this, right. is, a, this is my chance to, to win. Uh, but it also goes to a study that I found from Eat This, Not That. And it talks about wine. If you think that wine costs more, it tastes better to you. Huh. And it doesn't matter how much more you just don't want the cheap wine if, just psychologically yep psychologically if you think you have the the cheapest wine you're going to think this does not taste good i don't like this i don't want it and i put this to the test with whiskey my birthday was what a couple months ago and i got a couple bottles of whiskey and i had bought myself an expensive bottle because i got some gift cards and things i'm like i'm never going to spend this much on whiskey uh, but I'm going to now as my birthday present. Let's do it. So I went blind taste test. I, I had the, I had Katie pour them, and I said, just present them to me. One, two, three, four, five. There were five. One, two, three, four, five. I'll drink them neat, which means no ice, and then I'll drink them on the on the rocks and see which I like. And do you know that my least favorite was the most expensive one? Really? And before. I had known that. I'm sure it would have been my favorite. I would have been like, ah, oh, this is so good. It was my least favorite. That also is the same logic for our taste test that we did for steak sauce. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We thought that the Aldi steak sauce was going to be the worst, and it was the best. Right. Oh, we loved it. We loved it so much. Uh, the podcast is it's Weed Whacker Central here. I don't know, uh, I don't know how, how loud it is for you. Like, can you hear the weed whacker? Yeah, from time to time. Okay, yeah, because we're, we're whacking weeds. I got another neighbor who is cutting tile in their driveway. I mean, the, spring has sprung, and people are ready. The home renovations are back, and, and they're getting going. Uh, we are going to skip a week. We're going to take a little break, uh, and yep. then we're going to do one. And then spring break happens, so who knows, yeah, yeah. right? Who knows play, what happens? Play it by ear, but we will be back. We promise we'll be back. Uh, it won't be next week. We both got some some stuff we got to get going, so that will take off. Podcast is uh, brought to you by Curtis Gross, Remax United. This guy sells houses. Listen to the Ramble Room. See what, what you think of them. What is the – what was last week's podcast? You said you walked in – like, a it's just minutes. Ramble Room, not The Ramble Room. Right, it's Ramble Room. The Ramble Room is some guy that talks about some weird science experiments or something. Oh, I might listen to that one instead. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, not going to lie. What, what did they All talk right. about on Ramble Room last episode? So Ramble Room is, well, you'll identify it because there's a picture of two little girls, which is are my daughters when they were little. Okay. But then they talk about, um, they give their commentary, critique of Disney Channel movies that weren't so successful. Disney movies that were not so successful. Disney Channel movies, not Disney oh. movies. Oh. So these are ones that were specifically made for the cable channel. Disney okay. Channel. Like the one where the grandpa was a surf champion. Yeah, yeah or something like that. Or uh, the one so, where the, the kid's a leprechaun and he plays yeah. basketball. Right. Um, so they've, they've been uh, commentarying 
providing their comments and opinions and reviews on, I think, two movies so far. Okay. All right. So, yeah, that's Ramble Room. No the. Uh, If you want some science stuff, check out the Ramble Room. Uh, (laughs) He's probably good, too. We're ACPC. This is 55. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Music. We're on iHeart. We're on everything. If you listen to a podcast, you listen to it... because you're listening to us now, right? right? Like, comment, share, tell your friends all about it. That's how we grow. That's how Ramble Room can grow. And we want to continue to grow the family, but not there in that go. way. Just the podcast family. We're not looking for, like, <laughs> pandemic yeah. babies. We don't need that at all. No. Uh, no. ACPC, uh, we are taking a week off, but we will be back. Uh, that's April. We'll be back in April. We'll be back in April. All right. We'll see ya.